Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Dan Van Anno, and in this episode, I will be joined with a special guest, Mark Trunk, uh, for another episode. We previously recorded the East uh, Conference, uh, looking at the NBA of the playoffs, and now we will do the West, and then also look out, as always, for other content that I look to always pump out for my sports show, my podcast, Big A Sports Show. So without further ado, Let's get right into it. Uh, similar format to the East. Uh, look at things. We'll go team by team uh, and mention all of the teams as far as the realistic playoff teams and uh, the conference for the Western Conference. So right now it stacks up with the Jazz at the, the number one seed, Suns two, three seed as Clippers, four seed as the Nuggets, five seed as the Lakers, six seed as the Blazers, 7th seed is the Mavericks, 8th seed is the Grizzlies. Now, those top eight right now, if the playoffs started today, which they don't, but if they did, those would be the teams. And the beauty of the playoffs not starting today till, t- till later on is the fact that the teams at the 9 and 10 slots, the Spurs and the Warriors, still have a chance. And there's not much separation, much like in the East. A lot of fluctuation can happen. Uh, towards the back half of the standings for the West during conference playoffs we're talking about. Uh, so I will start with the Jazz. And again, all of these stats, all of these facts, uh, like in the East episode, in the West episode, are coming from NBA reference. So I'll just get that out of the, the way right away. Uh, and offensively, the Jazz are ranked third. Defensively, they're ranked fourth. So top five for both uh, offense and defense. Strength of schedule remaining is 30th. Fun playoff fact. The last time they made the conference finals was with Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer in 2006 and 2007 season. So uh, back when those two were doing great things in the NBA at their prime uh, was the last time they made the conference finals and they have a legitimate chance to make the conference finals this year. Uh, And they're probably the most balanced starting five in the NBA with Connelly Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert also have a very solid bench. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, a sixth man of the year candidate. Uh, The analogy uh, comparison, whatever you want to call it, uh, that I like to say is he's kind of like a microwave. You, you, speaking about food, you put food in the microwave, the food heats up very fast. You put Jordan Clarkson in the game, he heats up very fast uh, and is definitely a certified bucket getter off the bench for the Jazz and just a certified bucket getter all, all around. Uh, and they actually signed him to a Fairly reasonable contract as far as he got a sizable contract uh, to stay with the Jazz and to stay with, with this team that he's he's been with for, for many seasons so far. So he is in the fold and is a key part of what they're doing. Uh, Gobert is a huge part of their defensive success. Nicknamed the Stifle Tower, 7-1. Uh, amazing wingspan, everything that goes into it. Super long, makes it hard on... Um, offensive players coming near the paint because it's a lot of blocks and things like that. And also not only blocks, but sh- shot alterations uh, affecting the shot, which 
If he's not there, then maybe it'd be an easier time of getting the shot off, but he is, so they have to change the shot angle, and sometimes that hurts the chance of it going in. So that is kind of a look at the Jazz, and also they have Quinn Snyder, who's done a great, excellent job for them uh, over the course of his tenure there with them, and he looks to be in the fold for many, many more seasons to come. Uh, And he's built a great system and everything that he's done uh so they have players uh really good starting five uh and then pretty good bench too and they added ursan Ilyasova too the former milwaukee buck uh to their team which i thought was a nice addition for them uh maybe doesn't play as much as he did seasons ago but when he's in the game he's always good for at least a charge taking a charge he's an expert at that and he's a, a pretty good player as far as a role player that can sometimes get hot when he's in the game. And uh, so certainly a player that's worthy of a roster spot in the NBA and, and can make make stuff happen on uh, his role for, for the team that he plays for. So, Mark with the Suns. Yeah, so the Suns are having a really good year as well. They're right behind the Jazz as far as the number one seed in the West. The Suns are ranked sixth offensively, fifth defensively. They do have the fifth hardest schedule remaining. And a fun playoff fact, and I was kind of surprised with this, the Suns have actually not made the playoffs in 11 years. So it's been a while. They've gone through lots of head coaches and, and players and all that, but it looks like they finally found a team that can get there. They do have one of the best uh, Top threes in the league with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. And they also have a really good bench with uh, like good defensive wings that can shoot the ball, like Michael Bridges and Jay Crowder. They're also a really good three-point shooting team. So they have a good mix of young players and veterans. And uh, this is kind of a new team as far as the last few years, a lot of new players. So they've never been in the playoffs together before, so it'll be interesting to see how... Monte Williams manages their rotation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just looking at it, another website I'd recommend fans to check out if they're interested in how teams are doing in that is uh, 538. So just to give an idea, like 0.0 is considered average for a side of the ball offensive defensively. So Chris Paul and Devin Booker are about four points above average on offense, which is some of the best numbers in the league. And then a bunch of defensive guys that are above average, like Crowder, Bridges, uh, Cameron Johnson, so um, and DeAndre Ayton. So, yeah, they're a really good team. I think they could definitely make a run uh, for the West Conference and winning the conference. So I'll hand it over to Adam on the LA Clippers. Yeah, so the LA Clippers uh, offensively ranked fourth, defensively ranked sixth. So the Jazz uh, were ranked pretty high and also the Suns too as Mark just uh, did an overview with and looking ahead the Nuggets the top four seeds in in the West are rated offensively and defensively in the top 10 and some of them are even in the top five uh, as was said uh, with the Jazz so there's a lot of reasons why they are where they are and that that's certainly contributes uh, to to that fact uh, up until this point, I would assume going forward, it would say the same uh, or similar. 
So they are top 10, both offensively, defensively, strength of schedule remaining 28th, fun playoff fact. They have never made the Western Conference Finals in franchise history, which is kind of shocking. I mean, they're a Los Angeles team, uh, Los Angeles Lakers and Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, definitely two of the top powerhouses traditionally in the NBA uh, and, and that. So that's kind of shocking. But this year they have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard again. They've been great on both ends of the floor. Uh, doing lots of the heavy lifting, uh, scoring. They're very deep on the wings and have lots of veterans with experience like Marcus Morris, Serge Ibaka, Nick Batum. Uh, not lots of post-depth uh, besides Serge Ibaka and Avika Zubats. Um, so that'll be judged on the playoffs as far as if Zubats and Abaki get overworked or they're really tired uh, over the course of a long season. And then also you add in the playoffs and a long series uh, as far as the playoffs go and just the amount of games. Uh, if they get overworked, uh, then they don't have a lot of depth. Uh, I think they signed uh, DeMarcus Cousins to a 10-day recently. Um, I think that's official. Uh, I know that there's rumors of it. So if it is official... Uh, then he's a prominent name. He obviously w- isn't what he once was, but he's another big man who can play uh, definitely at the NBA level uh, and, and be another option for them. If they decide to extend his 10-day contract, a lot of times in the NBA, it's after 10 days, you have to make a decision. Do you want to stay with the 10-day or do you want to not add another 10-day? Uh, but given DeMarcus Cousins' is amount of success that he's had in the in the NBA, uh, I would imagine that they'd want to keep him. And also you add on the fact that they need more depth at the center spot. But we'll see there. Last year they had a lot of talent to win it all, made a coaching change uh, this year to Ty Lu. Uh, and it looks like uh, it's working out well. Uh, they have the really good three-point shooting team as well. So they also have players like Luke Kennard, uh, who's a really good shooter back when he played in college at Duke and in the NBA, too. He's a really good shooter. Got a nice contract, too, recently uh, to stay with the Clippers. Uh, so they have definitely some players and can make a deep run in the playoffs. And who knows, maybe we'll get to an Eastern Conference Finals. Or, sorry, rather a Western Conference Finals, as we're talking about the West now. Uh, and it'll be the Battle of L.A.'s. Clippers, Lakers, or the Nuggets and the Jazz might have something to say about it, the other top uh, four seasons in the West, and they might be a part of it, uh, or some other teams too, but I would imagine it would be the top four seeds. So, Mark, uh, moving ahead to the Nuggets. Yeah, so the Nuggets, they are ranked fifth offensively this year, uh, ninth in defense. And their strength of schedule remaining is the 18th hardest. Uh, fun play effect about them, they actually lost in the first round 9 out of 10 years from 2003 to 2012, which is, had to be really frustrating for their franchise and their fans. I can't imagine like the Bucks doing that, just not being able to get over the hump of uh, the first round. So that was interesting, I thought. And um, actually... Kind of breaking news that maybe maybe people have seen it, maybe not. Um, Jamal Murray, the one of their best players, actually had a ACL injury 
in the game against the Warriors. So he's probably going to be out the rest of the year. That's going to definitely affect probably how how far they could have made it in the playoffs. But they still have uh, Nikola Jokic, who's one of the best players in the league, uh, regarded as the top MVP candidate. And they have other guys like Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, who are good wing players. And um, they're just going to have to have other guys step up. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Mike Malone does moving forward after the Jamal Murray injury. But I'll hand it over to Adam on the and on another team that has some injuries to start players, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, so as Mark alluded to, uh, as far as the Lakers go, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, two of the best players in the NBA, two of their best players, uh, been out with injury, uh, sideline for – for quite some time now, but it sounds like they might be uh, getting closer to return, which is good for them. It's always good to see players who unfortunately get hurt, uh, get healthy and back on the, back on the court or whatever sport you're talking about, the playing surface in uh, that. Uh, so they were on a roll until those injuries happened. And then they um, had it where, they're kind of a team that has got some veteran additions like Wes Matthews, Marcus Gasol, who are strong defensively, but they're not the players that they were offensively anymore. They're kind of have their moments where, where they do some stuff like Wes Matthews has his, his times where he's, he's able to shoot the three and then he's able to do uh, his, his typical uh, three point celebration that he always does. And Marcus Gasol, uh, is, he's, getting up there in age, uh, but he's definitely uh, a player who, who can do some things in the post. He's always got a nice touch around the rim and can't shoot it from three, although that's very inconsistent um, in, in that. And they just need more scoring options besides LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh, and their strength of schedule remaining is seven. Fun playoff fact, before winning the finals last year, missed six of the previous seven years. And offensive rank is 23rd, defensively is second. So you can really see it in their offensive rank uh, since the injuries to Davis and uh, LeBron James. It's really hurt, which, I mean, is kind of expected whenever any team loses their best player or players, you're going to expect a drop-off because that's kind of how it goes. So that is the Lakers' uh aspect of things and they should be raring to go come the playoff time although they're kind of losing playoff positioning they're going to make the playoffs no doubt but it'll be a a matter of where they're going to be as far as the seed goes and how they're going to match up against their team that they're going to face so frank vogel and company uh jason kidd one of their assistant coaches will have uh some some things uh to to plan for as far as that goes going into the playoffs and kind of how they want to attack their opponents. Uh, but once they get Anthony Davis and LeBron James back, look out. I mean, it's a lot of the same players as uh, were on last year's team. And even some of the players who departed, they got reinforcements with other players in the offseason to take their spot. And a lot of people just in general were saying before the year that they liked their team 
this year more than last year. And last year's team won the NBA Finals. Last year's team was very good. And a lot of people are saying that they got even better as far as when you look at their team as a healthy team, uh, 100%. Uh, they have a really good starting five and a really good bench. Uh, with a lot of players that are on their bench that honestly could be starting on other NBA teams. Like, that's how good they are when they're at their best. So that's the best plan for them. But even if they kind of have some injuries going into the playoffs, they should still be a team team that a lot of teams should fear. Now, obviously, you want Anthony Davis and LeBron James in that process. So, Mark, your thoughts on the Blazers? Yeah, so the Blazers are actually kind of the almost exact opposite as the Lakers as far as their strengths. So they're more of an offensive team. They're ranked 7th offensively, 26th defensively. They do have a really hard schedule remaining. They have the third hardest schedule in the league. Um, and the fun playoff fact, they have made the playoffs the last seven years, actually. So they've been pretty consistent, just haven't gotten to the finals. Uh, they still have Damian Lillard, one of the best offensive players in the league. Uh, they did get one of their centers back, um, Nikola uh, Nurkic. Uh, so he's a big boost defensively for them. And they got CJ McCollum back recently as well. So he's a really good scoring guard. And then they got Norm Powell from the Raptors from the trade deadline to take a little bit of pressure off Lillard and McCollum. So in order for them to have success in the playoffs, they're going to have to improve their defense. And, um, you know, they can obviously score a lot, but in the playoffs, usually the game slows down and it's a little bit lower scoring. And they also have a very difficult schedule the rest of the way, so they're going to have to be playing well. But with the injury, with, you know, other teams with injuries like the Lakers and the Nuggets, maybe the Blazers can make up some ground and improve their current seeding. So I will talk about I will hand over to Adam to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, so the Mavericks uh, are a team that offensively they're ranked 19th, defensively eighth, strength of schedule remaining 29th. Fun playoff fact: they haven't won a playoff series since 2010 with Dirk Nowitzki. So it's been about 10 years now. We're in 2021 now. It's been about 10 years uh, for them. Luka Doncic, uh, one of the Great young players in the NBA is leading them offensively. Tim Hardaway Jr., Kristaps Porzingis uh, doing good offensively as well. Porzingis and Josh Richardson have battled injuries, uh, so that's hurt them some. Uh, Porzingis missed some time in last year's playoffs as well, uh, which impacted their time in the playoffs as far as how far they went, uh, things like that. And they might have been able to take the Clippers to seven if Porzingis was healthy, uh, but he wasn't, and they lost uh, to the Clippers last year's playoffs. So they have one of the weakest schedules left remaining, so that could help them jump uh, ahead in the playoffs uh, standings to a four or five seed uh, right right in that range. Uh, and they're coached by Rick Carlisle, a pretty good coach in his own right. He's got a lot of uh, good accomplishments to his coaching uh, resume, uh, things like that. He's been in Dallas for a long time uh, and was back on the team with Dirk Nowitzki uh, back when, like we mentioned, uh, their last playoffs series that they won in 2010. Uh, so he's been with them for at least 10 years, if not more. 
and has done an incredible job with the Mavericks uh, and will continue to do so. And this is probably going to be a playoff team. Uh, They are right now, and they probably will continue to be that. And once they're fully healthy, I think that they could be pretty good. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be a team that's going to get really far in the playoffs. I mean, they might be able to win a first-round series depending on the matchup. But I do like their starting five. Something that worries me about them is I don't think that they're the deepest team, and I feel like their depth could do them in in the playoffs and and be a a reason why they they ended up you know having a an exit in the playoffs early on. But we'll see what happens. I mean, a lot of their players on the bench who I'm not thinking are a part of that uh, bench that I don't think is as as special as they might think it is, could step up and, and do do some good things. So crazier things have happened. But I think uh, they're a little bit more top-heavy, and I think that they could uh, be the downfall of them in the playoffs. But time will tell uh, and things like that. And they do have a really good top two in their own right who could uh, carry them uh, for a while, and Luka Doncic and Chris Epsworthing us. Uh, so, Mark? Your thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, so the Grizzlies, they rank 14th offensively and 17th defensively, and they have the 22nd hardest schedule remaining. Fun playoff fact, they're looking for their first playoff series win since 2014 when they had uh, Marcus Hall and Mike Conley still kind of in their primes with the Grizzlies. And they actually made the playoffs seven straight years from 2010 to 2016, so that was kind of surprising. Uh, as far as their team, so John Moran is a really good offensive player, but he's had a lot of problems with defense. I've had injuries, so Jaron Jackson is one of their good young players. He's missed almost all the season. Uh, interesting story for them, Jonas Valanciunas, who used to be pretty good with the Raptors is actually having a good comeback year with them and they're a really young roster they pretty much everybody in their 20s they have other good guys like uh, Dylan Brooks who's a guard for them and then Brandon Clark who's a forward so they're probably gonna have to participate in the play-in tournament which is uh, all this all the teams below the top six are gonna play enough like a four-team tournament so they're gonna have to win some games on that to advance and I don't think they're gonna be the Jazz or whoever they play in the first round, but uh, maybe in a few years they might be a force to be reckoned with in the West. So I'll hand it over to Adam to talk about the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs are offensively ranked 21st, defensively 18th, strength of schedule remaining second, fun playoff fact. They have made the playoffs every season from 1997 to 2018. Now, I, I just pause there. And why I pause is because that's incredible. The amount of success. I mean, obviously, like in any playoffs a team makes, you want to make it to the championship and win it all. That's any team's goal. Uh, and even if the te- for the teams that did make the playoffs, their goal going in is to make the playoffs. And go to the championship. Now, whether some teams that may be realistic that season or not, that's always the goal. That's why you play the sport you're playing. But 
Greg Popovich is just amazing. He is really good at what he does, and he is just been in the coaching world for a long time, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer. So, uh, and I would assume that he would hand, hand things off to Becky Hammond once he's done coaching, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think that he kind of wants to make that uh, – where it's Becky Hammond's job, and she would make history with being the first female head coach in the NBA, uh, and she's definitely a really good coach in her own right. So, but obviously a lot will tell. I don't know if that's the case. Time will tell in a few years if that's going to happen, but I just kind of have that feeling, but uh, we'll see what happens. And a lot of people have think, thought that Greg Popovich would retire right now. He has not, and he continues to do great things. And eight guys in double figures for scoring lots of exciting players, uh, like point guard DeWante Murray, guards Lonnie Walker, Kelvin Johnson, DeMar DeRozan can score 30 a night if needed. Franchise in transition with LaMarcus Aldridge leaving the team at the deadline due to the Spurs wanting to find a, a – real uh, kind of change of scenery for him. And uh, only players now uh, on the roster over 30 that get significant minutes are DeRozan, Patty Mills, uh, Rudy Gay, and their contracts expire, expire after this year. So it'll be a youth movement uh, and and that. So the, the, they'll be uh, drinking from the fountain of youth, so to speak, uh, after, after those players uh, – leave their team if, if that's what they do after the season. But anyway, for this season, they can be a pesky team if they get in and make, make things happen. And Greg Popovich, great coaching career, great at what he does, uh, always on his, got a lot on his resume. And he's a coach that maximizes his talent. He's got great talent, but maybe not the top seeds in the West or top seeds in the – NBA talent, but he does a great job of maximizing the talent and coaching definitely only gets you so far, but it definitely makes an impact. And I think that coach Popovich uh, can, if they make the playoffs, make it hard on some teams, make some series longer than what they need to be. Uh, and, and definitely maybe pull off an upset in the first round, depending on the matchup, how things go. Uh, but really good on the Spurs to be really consistently uh, in the playoffs, uh, you just look at the, that fact. And when they missed the playoffs a few years ago, it was like breaking news. The Spurs aren't in the playoffs. Like, what's going on? And now they're back in the playoffs. So, really good on the Spurs. Mark, the Warriors. Yep, so the Warriors are ranked 17th offensively, uh, 23rd defensively. And their strength of schedule remaining is 23rd, so they have a pretty easy schedule left. Uh, fun playoff fact, they made five NBA Finals in a row from 2014 to 2018. And something else interesting, you know, people always think of them as such a powerhouse, but they actually only made the playoffs once from 1994 to 2011. So, like, once in 17 years. Um, so, 
yeah, they've they've had a good last decade. And as far as the team this year, Seven Curry is pretty much single handedly carrying them offensively. There's really no other big scoring threats, especially that Clay since Clay Thompson got hurt. So he's having to do a lot of it, a lot of it by himself. They don't really have any other like positive players as far as offense goes, according to the the five thirty eight ratings. Um, Draymond Green is not as not as much of a scorer as much as he used to. So he's more of a defensive rebounding guy. And they did just have their the number two over the number two overall pick in the draft. James Wiseman is actually out for the year for them. And a few players that they need to step up are Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. They're both you know really highly highly drafted when they came out and they've kind of been inconsistent in their careers so we'll see what happens i don't think they're going to be a um, team that advances in the first round but as long as they have steph curry they can still win any game that they're in because he can you know score 40 or 50 if if he wants to really any game so that's it on the warriors and uh yeah that's all the teams that we're talking about today in the west so i'll let adam wrap it up yeah, and I think that you did did a great job as always. And I'll add one more thing quickly on the Warriors, uh, just from for me. Uh, like Mark said, the Warriors are a team that's been in the playoffs recently, uh, been on the final teams that they've had in the past. Now those players aren't a lot of those players aren't there anymore with Durant and players like that, but some players returning on uh, this year's team don't have some players uh, due to injury like Clay Thompson, but they have Steph Curry and he can make it hard on teams uh, and, and, and make teams sweat. Uh, and they have Steve Kerr, too. So they're likely not to do much in the playoffs if they make it, but they are the Warriors in, in that. So that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Banano. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you missed any of my previous episodes, listen back on the archives. Pay attention for my future episodes. I always try to pump out as much content as possible for my podcast. It's some fun I do on the side. as one of the many things I do on my graduating field to keep current. Uh, And thank you all. Be paying attention for other episodes and have a great rest of your day. Another episode of Big A Sports Show.